discussing the heat in the street. Hey, we got just what you need. Don't bother me, cheek. You rockin' with beasts, discussing the heat in the streets. Take over the west and the east. I got what you need. The dose of this bad in the cheek. You rockin' with beasts, discussing the heat in the streets. Take over the west and the east. I got what you need. The dose of this bad in the cheek. You rockin' with beasts, discussing the heat in the streets. Take over the west and the east. I got what you need. The dose of this bad in the cheek. Welcome to another episode of Vitamin G Gaming Podcast and your host, FC Violent. I was literally about to say maybe it's got my laptop because my laptop uh, have a dark um, contract. Yeah, hold on, hold on, I'm going to let you excuse yourself. But anyway, what's going on, yeah, everybody? What's up, gamers? It's your boy, FC Violent. We are back again with another weekly dose of your vitamin g gaming podcast uh, we're missing a couple people that should be jumping in shortly i first want to shout out the chat as always what's going on rate the emperor j slayer j66 uh yobi drink gaming and dl martin spartan god you heard what's going on man today this week we'll be talking a lot about games we got a couple topics and of course we always bring it back to the game so uh before we get started i have to introduce our esteemed panel from left to right, my guy, Captain Xbox himself. Nubs, what's going on, bro? Oh, my bad. Are you talking to me, bro? I'm sorry, I couldn't that's, hear you. That's, that's like that transition like they do on the news reporters. Like, now to gym. Like, fucking 10 seconds of odd odd airtime. Go ahead, man. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Hey, what's going on, yo? It's, uh, it's Lord Butter Nubs here. Um, I've been playing a lot of Destiny lately, so... Um, 
but yeah, I ain't really been up up to much shit besides uh, dealing with some car shit and some some shit at home. But yeah, we coolin', we coolin' out here. That's what's up. And let me go to my guy, Mister Nubs. Is very dark in his picture. Oh my, what's going on, bro? Yeah, I have a love hate relationship with the Hack series now. <laughs> like I love, I love the second part in the sense of uh, uh, from four to eight, but I hate the ver- the first part, which is literally uh, one to six games. I need to finish if I want to understand the full story. But uh, I just finished Hack GU, the first game. Loved it. I just read written a review about it. Uh, we'll submit it later. Awesome. And I'm now playing Hack Infection, which is literally the very first Hack game on the mm-hmm. PlayStation 2. And it didn't age well at all. Like you're hitting enemies, but you're missing constantly. Despite mm-hmm. the fact I am few levels ahead of above of ahead of them so yeah i'm not sure if i'm going to continue this playthrough or even any of this playthrough or just look it up on youtube what uh what the first story and so is and so on and at last uh, i dropped my uh what's called that opinion piece about uh, mm. nintendo mario maker you did you did let me see if I can um, Yeah, I did a lot of research about that piece because I'm actually uh, addicted to watching Mario Maker uh, gameplay. So I knew what to cover and what not to cover, and I'm curious about uh, people's opinions about it. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm about to highlight the article right now. You've been been writing, I think you're on your 10th your article, my dude. You've been going ham with this. Um, but that's what's up. I, I, I didn't get a chance to read all of it. I, re- I read some of it. Um, damn, site's fucking up. But uh, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Let me go to... Oh, I had the article up here real quick for you guys to just uh, browse. Let me go to Mr. PlayStation himself. Kofi, what's going on, bro? What you been playing? Not much, man. Good to be here. Always good to be with the panel. Um Four games I've been mostly playing. Um, so I just got the Platinum in 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim last week. Um, really special game. I probably will do a review of it at some point because um, I want to explain a little bit without spoiling anything. Uh, two, Dream Surfing, guys. I finished Art's Dream in Dreams, nice. uh, which is the main campaign. Oh, what a story. Um, <laughs> I, I, I regret not having played it until now. I was really trying to get through 13 Sentinels, so I just finished that. Um, and now I'm back in Yakuza 7 and Shin Sakura Wars, um, both which are just really interesting. Um, Sakura Wars, I, I definitely have a lot more words for Sakura Wars, um, just because it's my first Sakura Wars game. Um, so you, you covered that like I would say almost like six months ago in your article that we had on our Patreon. Yeah, that's right. So, when Famitsu first mm-hmm. released uh, information on it, uh, and, and there's a lot of things I like about Sakura Wars, but I think also at the same time, um, I do have some critiques. Uh, okay. But looking at uh, Yakuza Seven, Yakuza Seven is is awesome because it it so knows what it is. It knows it's a comedy of people who are in the Yakuza universe. But in an RPG, they all think that like they have to live in the rules of, of Dragon Quest. And uh, kinda, I'm just I'm having a great time. 
I definitely want to hear your impressions. Of course, second half of the show, we'll be talking about, I think, definitely your impressions on Neo 2, oh, Ori right, 2 right, Buzz, yeah. as well as any games that uh, that are coming out this month, man. We want to let people know what's going on, as usual. And uh, let's go to the next guy here, Mr. Mister. I'm Going Pro in Madden, my dude, Feral Bazaar. What's going on, bro? Hey, what's going on? Y'all can hear me, right? Yeah, um, you sound better. Yeah, I've just been... Uh... You know, pushing through DBZ, uh, leveling up, beating up people. I'm in the Trunk Saga now, or Cell Saga. Oh, so, Trunk Saga. You mean the best Saiyan in the series. Okay. Yeah, so. That's a weird one. That's a spicy oh, right there. That's, that's a real that's spicy a, that's a That's a weird flex. Um, Trunk. <laughs> Trunks like that lost hope, like the guy that had all that, all the ambitions, all, all all the talent, and he became a dad. Like you know what I mean? Like Trunks I don't became know, a dad. Trunks, yeah, like future Trunks. Trunks. Uh, well, you said Vegeta or Trunks? I said Trunks. Oh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of Gohan. My bad. I meant, I meant Gohan. All right, so you're saying Trunks, and you're. I think Vegeta is the most badass dude in my opinion. But we'll just leave it yeah, at that. Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah. But uh, the sad part is. Uh, Otira Tariyama, the creator of Dragon Ball, hate Vegeta. <laughs> it's pretty obvious too. It's very no. obvious. I, it's I mad, hate it's when these guys. But he's the coolest. It. He's the coolest character. He's the OG. He is the prince of all Saiyans, and he gets disrespected. I'm not having it. Unfortunate. My bad. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead, Pharaoh. Like like someone forced him to create and keep him. <laughs> Facts. Hey man, sometimes when you make something and you're like, I don't really like this character, and it becomes your most like one of the popular ones. You're like, why are people like him? I don't like him. I just made him just to have a, uh, you know, anti-hero. And then there's like, well, more Vegeta, more Vegeta. Like, you know what? I'll make more Vegeta. But in every fight scene, he gets his ass whooped. So, so I was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Can he? Can he beat Frieza? No, no, no. We're gonna freeze. We're gonna freeze time, and let Goku do it. <laughs> facts, facts. <laughs> Oh man! All right, let's let's let's, let's go to the next person. Uh, last uh, last person, but not the definitely not the least. Uh, I don't know if Dante's coming through. He's probably asleep. My guy, Pokemon himself, Ash Ketchum. What's going on, bro? What you been doing? What's going on, people? Um, first of all, I've been listening to this horrible Dragon Ball Z slander. Uh, I don't really understand why we have a bad mouth Gohan here. Uh, that's cool. It's fine. No big. No but big. But who's 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 your who's your guy? I mean, this guy said fucking trunks. I mean, he's alright, I guess. It's, it's Gohan. It's Gohan the Ghost, the one who was nice. supposed to take over the series. And then he doesn't, and then Kira Toriyama got stuck and had to write the one that was robbed of his glory. Yo, there's no other way to put it. Robbed. They literally stole it from him. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe you guys are actually back in Gohan. That dude is a you know. He's a dad, you know what I mean? He even I mean, got a dad bod. He looks like a security guard for Walgreens, but Facts. you know, <laughs> but you know, he, he can't even fly anymore. Bro. He, throwing, like, he, he, he was he, throwing hands in his day. He struggles going to Super Saiyan One. Yeah. Like what? Like what is real? Shout out to Ashton Luca. Gohan is trash. Hold up, we act like we act like Goku not the greatest dad of all time. You know what I'm saying? No, Piccolo. You mean Piccolo? Piccolo, Piccolo got all the money. I'll be honest, I don't like Vegeta, but you got to give him credit for being a dad. Yeah, but he was a dad and still a badass, though. Yeah, he was a dad and a badass. Gohan was just a dad, and that's it. Goku ain't raised, ain't raised Trunks from. I mean, not Trunks. Goten from the grave. That's how he went. That's how he went Super Saiyan. Nobody know that though. I know is Goku taught him. 
Vegeta doesn't have one major win under his belt, unlike a lot of other people. Just but he, know, check he, the could catch, he could catch all the L's and he's still popular. That's how you know you're yeah. a great one. <sighs> I don't know, man. When the creator <laughs> tried to self sabotage you and people still fucks with uh, Vegeta till this till this day. Vegeta you know, can't defeat bad writing. That's, yeah. that's the issue. You that's know who else? Bad more like favorite them. Maybe okay, I, I could agree with that. Um, all in all, you still the badass character. And uh, it's not Vegeta only. I, almost in every anime, you got that cool guy, and he got he gets always shit on. Yeah. Well, you got the cool guy, and then you got uh, Vegeta. Okay, we're gonna have to, we're gonna stop this slander, man. Go ahead, Reg. Wait a second. One last thing. We're talking about Vegeta. What the fuck happened to Piccolo? I know we're not having no Piccolo slander here, sir. Yeah, he's Piccolo. Piccolo died for Gohan a couple times. You know? Exactly, man. He he, he the real goat. He reached his ceiling, and when power levels became bullshit, he was like, "I quit. I'm not." I'm not. <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. That's the beautiful. He kept he kept his integrity in check. <laughs> super, super threw power hey. levels out the window. It just went back to fighting. Yeah, that's how. So it's like, does anybody uh, remember how they said that? Uh, um, what's called um, that special thing that Goku can do at the end Ultra of that episode? Indeed, Ultra Instinct mm -hmm. was not a form in the sense of. It's just something you learn and adapt to do. And then mm. in the fucking end of Super, you're seeing transforming into Super Saiyan, I don't know what. Despite the fact it's not a fucking form. It's not, it's not a form. It, it it's not a form. It's a state of mind. It's Zen, bro. It's yeah, but, he's in. He, he but when he's Zen, he's in a form, though. He's in God mode or whatever it's called. Form thingy. Well, they'll, they'll, they'll I mean, that, that's like that's like calling Ko Ken a form. It's not a it's not a form. All you I know, know is saying? Saitama like, still Saitama still give D, uh, Goku the hands. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, FC. Cool. <laughs> cool. If you're not talking Moomin Rider, you're not talking. All right, like, that's oh, the only bro. person that shows. That. <laughs> I mean, we we could go a whole new uh, debate with the whole anime who would win thing, but we gotta get let's go on with the rest of the don't. show. Don't you. I know y'all some super weebs. All right, man, Reg, man, finish your intro. Yeah, I ain't been playing nothing, man. Uh, um, I just started the campaign for StarCraft Brew War. Um, I am finishing up, still trying to finish up my Pokedex. So Nubs, I'll be reaching out to you probably soon for a couple of them trades. Um, oh yeah, I got that and, home on deck, bro. We good. Um, and still playing Apex. I was doing their uh their event they had for the last couple of days, which is kind of fun. Um, essentially, instead of for me with Battle Royale, you know, the plane all place. Well, this one, the plane left from a fixed location every day and all the weapons were the exact same in every place. Um, so it put a little bit of extra strategy to it. It's still the same. same old. Um, but it was interesting because now I could, I could land specifically where I wanted and pick up the gun that I like. Oh, wow. So that's always interesting. Uh, but otherwise, that's been it, man. Just trying to get through these games, get clear. Shadow Colossus just came out for PS Plus, so I got that on my back. Yeah, now. I gotta, I gotta play. I came out, I gotta download it. Shit, I gotta download before I forget. You're actually stuck because you have already to play too. So I know, but I'm gonna download that. Play or I don't know if I should play that game mm -hmm. or Neo first.
But anyway, you know, uh, I'm, not no, 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 no. I'm looking forward to having my my head handed to me by Neo too. Like I'm I'm so ready. Yeah, so Shadow, so Shadow is more like a short game, three hours, <clears throat> four hours max. Oh, it's not right? that long. Okay, okay, I'll do Shadow then. All right, if it's not that long, then I'll, I'll play that before I play Neo. Yeah. All right, let's let's get into let's let's get into the gaming news, man. We got a lot to talk about today. Definitely, when it comes to the game section, uh, these segments is what I definitely look forward to. But that's toward the half later half of the show. But I'm gonna I'm gonna salute the our awesome chat, man. There's like a hundred shows on Mondays. When we started, we were the only show on Mondays. Now there's like a hundred of them, and I'm cool with all those guys that do it. So, you know, shout out to them. And if you are here over them, I appreciate you guys for checking us out, man. I'm going to shout out the queen of the Xbots, the Ashton Luca. What's going on? Graphic God, salute to you, my dude. Yobi Drink Gaming, Salty is Gaming in the in the chat. Jordan Dog 93 J Slayer J66. Graphic God's in the, uh, in the chat? Yeah, he's in the chat. Anthony Yo, Graphic Chipmunk. God, what's up, man? I might be uh, hollering at you, man. There you go. I, I need a commission from every person I send you. Right, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> graphic guy, you know we we did good Big work. Facts. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some work done too. I feel you. Absolutely. You know you know everyone's saying they need work done except for the guy that actually needs work done. <clears throat> I Farrell. know. Farrell, yo. <laughs> uh, I'm problem. tired of seeing this fucking Discord like empty. Em- look, put something there, bro. Something. Yeah. Put a put a Madden helmet or something. So anyway, shout out to graphic guy, man. We got some commissions are sending your way, sir. And uh, you can see, you can send me uh, the, res- uh, I guess the, re- your residuals in my uh, my email fcviolentgmail.com. Holla at your boy. All right, so oh, last but not least, Dante Crisis with the, with the with the clean look. I don't even know who this man is. Did you get kidnapped? Blink twice. <laughs> there it is, man. All right, man. Do your intro and let's get straight into the straight into the news, man. Dante Crisis. Oh, I'm glad I'm not that late. I do apologize for being late, guys. Fucking American Daylight Saving Times, you motherfuckers just want that extra hour, don't you? You guys are not affected in the UK? <laughs> Wait, Omar, you guys aren't affected? No, we don't get that. That's Daylight Saving Times for you guys. I mean, of FC, you know that, man. They don't do DST. No, they do, they do DST they in, like, Germany. Yeah, they do we, DST. We, oh, we do. I saying, we do have, we do oh. have, our clock's called Do Go Forward an hour, but not mm. now. Oh. Like, not now. That's, that's, yeah, that's yeah, later. <laughs> Oh, you guys have that hour thing. We didn't have it. Uh, I was, I was wondering why the fuck are you so early? Yeah, exactly, Omar. See, I was thinking uh, the same goddamn yeah, fucking my thing. Bad. Okay. Yeah, that happened like last night, and I'm it. it my body clock's all jacked up. I was yeah, early. I was. It, it happened, happened Sunday. Night. I was late for work on Sunday because of that shit. Oh shit. Mm. Yeah, all right, so anyway, overnight. so anyway, okay. just I've got to come down here. So what's up, everybody? I'm Dante Crisis. Uh, I'm a Let's Player on YouTube. Currently doing a playthrough of The Saboteur, which I finished. is a fucking amazing game. I would recommend going buying it because then maybe they'll maybe Uber, uh, EA will come to their senses and bring back Pandemic Games. I'm also doing a. I'm currently doing also a playthrough of the Uncharted Three: Drake's Deception, which. Oh, I'm, here's the thing. I'm getting so many people saying that it's a bad game. Like out of all of the out of all of the Uncharted games, it's the absolute weakest because it's the it's a story that people have an issue with. It's the weakest story. Um, I can somewhat agree with that. But I'm also currently doing. Um, I recently uh, finished the videos. They're going to be uploaded of Fear Extraction Point and Fear Perseus Mandate, the mm-hmm. expansions for Fear, uh, the first Fear game. They were real. They were fun. And I'm also seven videos deep into my recordings of Banjo-Kazooie. A classic. And the GOAT. A classic. A classic. And I'm actually... I'm, I've am i finished seven of the worlds up to now. 
Uh, and my next world is Rusty Bucket Bear. Mm. Fuck Rusty Bucket Bear. And I'm currently on right on track for a 100%. That's what's up, man. That's a classic right there. Uh, that makes me. I was watching a fucking Fable uh, review. I'm like a Fable review in 2020, <laughs> but uh, you know, anyway, it made me want to go try it again. So shout shout out to the classic gamers. Uh, wow, Slowmo said Uncharted 3 sucks. Uh, you can find him on Slowmo Backstep on Twitter for all you uh, all you ponies, man. Definitely at him for uh, for that slander. I don't think it sucks. I, th I thought it was pretty good. Well, right, let's up, consider. I, I feel like I missed something there. He said Uncharted I, I 3 was sucks. Uh, what Fable Fable sucks? No, 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 Uncharted, Uncharted. Not me. Slowmo slow said that. Slowmo said Uncharted sucks. Like, he said three sucks. Anything so? I would. Storyline wise, storyline wise, I'll, I'll agree with this. Storyline wise, I would agree it is the weakest. And I am playing the remaster, the the Nathan mm. Drake collection, which apparently does up the difficulty. Apparently, which is yeah. really weird. Um, but I mean, mechanic wise, it's the same goddamn game, but I'd say from a story aspect up to now, yes, it is the weakest of the, of the trilogy. For me, the fair fucking enough. action is on point, and especially know, the yeah. like airplane thing, that. I like it. Alright, let's, let's go to the gaming news. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just try to get through this quick as possible, we get to these topics. I'm gonna go straight oh, to shit, Dante, yeah, get him out no, of the way. No, come to me alive. Get me, ah, come, get, yeah, get to me All right, let me, let me go to... My guy, Nubs, then. Anything for me, bro, and on the Xbox side? Yeah, actually. A couple of things. I'll keep it brief. Um, so, any uh, Fantasy Star Online fans out there, the open beta for that is coming uh, on the 17th of this month. Woo! So, it's real close. Prior to this, the only way to get in would have been through the Insider program on Xbox there. Um, which is free to join. Which is totally free to join. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, let's see. There is, you know, it's been confirmed, there's a dedicated audio chip for the Series X as far as uh, controlling their audio, and they're talking about ray being able to ray trace audio. So it's, they have a dedicated audio chip that won't take resources from the CPU to push out. Yeah, um, that's, that's, that's actually, yeah. uh, that's actually an interesting one. I was going to do a, um, article and a video on that. I might do it this week, but uh, about that. Absolutely. The actual now, I, I will totally let you go into detail for that. Um, there also uh, was a patent that came out as far as um, adjusting the tension on uh, the control sticks, kind of like how the uh, Elite Series Two is for the for the Series X controller. I think that'd be nice. They should absolutely take ideas from for, that controller for the base controller. Yeah, for the base. That's good. There's a lot of people's complaints with the tension. Yeah, absolutely. You shouldn't have to spend 180 dollars to be able to enjoy that. Facts. Um. Um. Uh, Bleeding Edge, Ninja Theory, they were actually getting help rare as far as um, like matchmaking and online services for um, Bleeding Edge. So it's it's kind of nice to see like the internal studios kind of reaching out and helping each other um, as far as things like that. Because regardless of how good the game is, Sea of Thieves netcode is actually pretty damn good. So um, and lastly, um, it looks like In Exile actually picked up the. Uh, the lead combat designer from God of War. That is um, also an interesting one. I was like, what yeah. the hell? You don't even <laughs> think... Does that, does that... I mean, it's early, but does that, like, solidify that the next In Exile game is going to be, obviously, a combat? Like, third-person combat? Possibly. Possibly. I, wouldn't, I, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't put too much stock into that because, early? I mean... I, w I wouldn't put too much stock into that because as a combat designer, you I would say if you're at least a competent, well-versed... Combat designer, you're you're versed in being able to make 
any kind of combat system, whether it's over the shoulder, top down, or fuck it, even first person. Because I mean, you won't believe it, but a lot of first per a lot of first person combat games actually end up starting as third person ones. Yep. That's fair. That's fair. Absolutely. Okay. So I just thought that was that was interesting. Like, there's a lot of poached talent coming out of Santa Monica, man. That's a hell of a studio. Even 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 uh even Stadia did, like poached poached the uh was it the head was it the former head right the head yeah uh, it's the former head of, of Stadia. It yes. is like that's interesting. I, I think we could all agree though that 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 uh, like it, 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 he's probably going there just for the money because I mean that that. It, that, that's that's a sinking ship like that that is that is a what what, what what if google's giving you unlimited funds more than i mean i think it's a lady which she would have got Wait from sony it's not a he it's a she yeah it's a lady the, the lady who went to stadia uh her name is shannon she's a female mm -hmm. okay yeah. but either way it's still a fucking stupid decision that's a sinking no, ship no, no, you can you can give it unlimited funds but you can I give it unlimited oh yeah but to what FC was saying, you can give you can, you can you Google can give you a blank check. But I mean, if that blank check is literally going to be for something that is probably not going to be around for another fucking year and a half, uh, after no, no. another year and a half, then there's no point. We'll see. We'll see they're, literally, they're literally giving away Stadia right now. Like when you like would you know like it's, buy this and we'll give you Stadia. Listen, for it's year. early. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Stadia, but we'll see. We gotta give it benefit of doubts, man. So we'll, we'll no, see. No, no, no. For me, for me, this feels like how it was with Amy Hennig. <laughs> God damn it. From the um, what's called Naughty Dog, the Naughty Dog uh, development team. How Amy Hennig went mm -hmm. on her own and did her thing with EA, EA. EA only mm -hmm. to be uh, crushed. I think the That's same thing will happen to to Shannon. I honestly feel sorry for Amy Hennigan. She's she's so fucking talented, and she's been fucked over since she left Naughty Dog. Yeah, that's a good point. Sometimes it's not always green on the other side, so that's a good that's a good point. All right, man, let's go to the next guy, my dude, Reggie. Man, any Nintendo news from from for you, my dude? Uh, well, we've got one big piece of news, uh, but that'll be covered in the top. Yeah, big. Um, yeah. uh, otherwise, um, nothing. I mean, some fun stuff. Oh. Uh, no, I think I already talked about Universal. No. So, Super Nintendo World that opened up in Universal Studios Japan in 2023, uh, it will be opening up here in America, in Florida, at really? Universal Studios Orlando. Um, wow. So, you do not have to buy a ticket to Japan to go there now. So, you know, save up because Mario and friends are coming. That's kind of um, fire. I'm going to check that out. Um, the rare Nintendo PlayStation um, was sold very recently to the amount of uh, $360,000. Um, for those who don't know, long before the PlayStation was a thing, there was a time where Nintendo and Sony were going to partner together to make the next system. Um, as the story goes, Nintendo was being a bit of a dick about it, and <laughs> Sony said, fuck you, I'll own and the rest of the rest is history um but the guy who bought it um i can't remember his name but he is a greg mclemore he is the owner of uh pets.com uh so he made he made his bunch of money early in the 90s tech boom uh and decided to you know splurge a bit and buy this kind of rare prototype system that really hasn't seen the light of day 
and by all accounts doesn't even fucking work. I'm sure it doesn't. Uh, just for collector collecting purpose, I think. Yeah, he's the only fucking one, right? That's kind of yeah. that's kind of dope, though. That's definitely a, 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 a highlight moment, you know, birth of PlayStation. You think about it. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Any other news? Uh, that's it. Pretty quiet over here at Nintendo. Um, nothing's dropping just yet outside of Animal Crossing. So, you know, look forward to that because that's going to be the hypeness. When's that? Is that this week? Next, Next week. week. 20th, Next right? Week. Next yeah. week. Next, Next week, week, Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing. That's Can't an interesting wait. week. Then we got we got an interesting week this week, and we'll be definitely talking about that. But next week's gonna be interesting. And remember, right. end of the Ori, month is also Ori the release of Persona Five right? Royal. Yep. Ori comes this week, right? Yeah, Ori's this week. Uh yeah. as well as Bleeding Edge, I think is this this weekend. I don't know. We'll, we'll see, we'll see. Uh State of Decay upgrades as well. I think it's also this weekend. The uh the new Juggernaut yeah. edition. And we got and Neo. When's, and when's Neo? Show, MLB the show comes out. Yeah, we got all, all this. Oh, the 20th next <clears throat> week? When does Neo drop? This week? 13th. The 13th. 13th. Uh, okay, yeah. So, yeah. So, like this like, this weekend. That's what's up. And we're going to get all into that. Don't worry, guys. We're going to get all into it. Let's finish the rest of this intro. Let me go back to Dante. Can you finish with your news, my dude? Yeah. So, for, first of all, uh, Valve have finally got more Valve indexes in stock. Um, you can not necessarily in stock, but they're taking orders for them again. But just don't expect them to be shipped anytime soon. It'll take a couple of months. Uh, so that's to any VR guys out there, because I mean, despite my reservations, and I'll take the L on this. I fully admit that um, Half Life Alex has definitely brought VR back into the put into the consciousness of gamers and even the casual gamers. Yo, F says, can you put gameplay of Alex? Because I have not seen this game. Yeah. So, yes, I've seen this, and if anything, out of all the games I have seen, out of all the games I have seen, Half-Life Alex has been the one to finally make me turn around and say, okay, I am actually willing to commit to buy a proper VR headset. Wow. You are not the only one. Wow. It, like, it looks good. It looks, it looks good. It looks really good. And honestly, because a couple of problems I've always had with VR is teleporting, blink teleporting, where mm -hmm. the screen goes black and you appear there. I, and especially with the PlayStation VR, like, it's good, but the only good experience I've ever had with that was Resident Evil 7. And that's because it did have full locomotion. And it, I actually felt like I was there. And I, I was able to move my body while playing, where if you try to do that with any other game, the fucking light show in your hands will be blocked from the camera. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Half-Life Alex is definitely a game that has sold me to want to get a VR headset. And, again, we I talked about this. Um, it, it seems like Valve is, again, going to step up and show everybody this is how you make v a VR headset, uh, a VR game, should I say. Like, it, it, graphically, it looks incredible. In motion, it looks incredible. Physics, it looks incredible. So you, what you're seeing there with it going black is blink, is basically mm. what's called blink locomotion. Yeah. Or blink teleporting. It's when the character moves, which is shown more in... Um, the Doom VFR is a good example. When you do a glory kill, you just zoom right over to the position. That is that is uh, teleporting. The way the, it the black is blink teleporting. And then full locomotion is when you yourself are moving. Um, but yeah, th this game looks like it's going to be fantastic. And like I say, I'm I'm going to need to save up, but I'm willing to put some <laughs> money down on a fucking Valve Index because from all the specs I've seen, the Valve Index is uh, one of the best VR headsets that's yeah. going to be on the market. Um, higher resolution. 
like a for, a thousand, for a thousand pounds as well, um, you get... Because the controllers have motion sensors where you can have it open hands and you can still hold them from the strap. But mm. when you close your hands, the hands themselves close. Like individual fingers and everything. So that's how the sensors and the controls work. It's got the biggest resolution screens of any commercial uh, VR headset out there. It's got adjustable lenses so you can actually um, move them. The highest frame rate of a current commercial VR headset at, I think, uh, 90 frames per second. I do believe they're releasing 120, um, 120 FPS version in the future. Um, yes, I know, Christopher, I already just mentioned that it has... Two types of teleportation and locomotion. Yeah. Did I not already just say this? No, no, no. Chris is a big VR guy, so yeah. I mean, you're, you're I talking think he his language. Posted it a little, little while yeah. back. Yeah, That's yeah, but I, I, I already just said, I already just said it. Um, and yeah, they're obviously not the first to do locomotion, but like this, this is the game that has, this is the game that sold me on saying I plan on getting a VR headset. Oh, man, people need it. People need to fucking listen to me. Also, interesting point. That's kind of a funny thing. The hard hat you can actually put on, and it will actually defend you against barnacles. Huh. That's which is fucking hilarious. And the last piece of news, uh, I'm going to pick between the two. This is the one people are going to care about the most. Mm -hmm. uh, reports are showing that uh, Call of Duty Warzone, the free-to-play battle royale Call of Duty game, will be released tomorrow. Yeah. Free-to-play. Right up. Uh, so if you're on console, get them subscriptions ready. If you give a shit, uh, and if you're on PC, just download it because you don't need to pay. Uh, and the other thing I will say, fucking caution, people. You know this shit's going to be fucking loaded with microtransactions and shit. So yeah, just... Please, please, please show some restraint. Please show restraint. That's not happening. Imagine from software's inbox after that game game of the year. They're like, yo, how can we add microtransactions to Secutal? How? <laughs> Different like, color blades. Like I what? Don't think, I don't <laughs> like, think it would have done well if it had microtransaction. Neither do I. Ninja smoke with different color blade. Like, different colors like die. Stupid. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, it's it's gonna be real. That's what's up, man. Definitely some definitely some um good news, man. It looks good. Uh, that, we got we have to revisit. I want to revisit that topic some other time about VR and where can it go. And will uh, Half Life Alex be the like start of the biggest I guess app? I, and, can, and can they expand on the, upon that? But we're not talking about this, that topic. Yeah. Well, we <laughs> I like to, I like fuck with you. All right, so let's uh, let's go to uh, Mr. PlayStation himself, man. Kofi, any PlayStation news, my dude? Yes, Hold really on. quick. I want to touch uh, touch on Dante's point. I want to touch on another point uh, with you, Reggie, and Switch. Um, for Dante, uh, just like as a as a kind of throw out there opinion, I don't know what valve has really released you know since a long time ago but i just hope mm -hmm. i don't need it to be vr i don't care about being vr i just want a new left for dead game just give me right like, so free, so and i'll like throw my money as far as as far as games that valve have developed and released they i i believe artifact was one that they made like it was them but this is the first half-life game in over 12 years that they made my god since yeah, yeah it, um, it, Black, which is, again, I'd like to point out the fucking coincidental irony that Black Mesa, a remake of the first game that's been in development for over fucking, about over 10 years, well over 10 years, is finally been released in version 1.0. I recommend going buying it because it's fucking amazing. And when the, the Crowbar Collective finally got that finished, 
we are also getting Half-Life Alex. It's a fucking hell of a year. It's a hell of a time to be alive as a fucking Half-Life fan. Yeah. yeah. I just need a um, fucking VR headset. Sorry. So, uh, another thing with the Call of Duty um, Warzone uh, on PlayStation 4, people probably heard that you don't need a PlayStation Plus membership in order to play it. No, Apparently, you, you also but, a, a map pack. But um, having the subscription will give you bonuses. That's having right, PlayStation yeah. Plus will get you bonuses. Yes, Which is the initial uh, the, the pack. Yep. And. Uh, yeah, apparently it's very similar to something they did with Apex Legends in Fortnite. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, and that. obviously obviously, you Xbox guys are screwed because you actually will need... Yep. Uh, we, we'll, we'll talk All that right. to death. It's fucking trash. Microsoft, you got it. Like, do, like, do away with that, bro. Just copy PlayStation. They are the ones who created this change, so... Yeah. They They've did, been quick but... to change. I feel like that's going to be coming pretty soon. I mean, the more the more uh, pressure know. that that they get from the feedback, especially from the casuals, and then they realize, hey, I could just play this on PlayStation, why? Because it's free. Why the right. fuck am I having to pay if if they do the monthly Xbox like like oh if they just play just Fortnite and those type of gamers? There's actually a lot more than we actually anticipate because they're casuals, man. That's what they play. Fucking make it free for them, like just come on. Sorry, no hate, but I honestly do like what Slow Mo Backslap just said. It, it, I just it just on context alone, that's actually pretty funny. The only bonus with X- the only bonus with Xbox is you get to play the game. True. <laughs> True. No, no, hey, that's okay, actually so funny. Better controller though. Um, that's that's another bonus. Reggie, shout out to you and all Nintendo gamers. As you guys probably heard, Trails of Cold Steel Three will be ported to the Switch, and I think it's coming out like in a week or so. The demo is actually yeah. available now for people with a Japanese account. In addition to, I think a Steam version that's going to be available on PC. I always have to break the barrier to promote Trails of Cold Steel. It is the third version of the third game in the Trails of Cold Steel saga. The Co- fourth Co- one Co- already being out. Kofi, uh, I don't, I don't mean to uh, interrupt, but uh, after yeah. we were talking about Trails of Cold Steel, uh, I think it was two episodes ago uh, or was it last week i can't remember but it was like one of those episodes we had brap or enrique on right and we had yeah. like a couple people in the chat like yeah after kofi was talking about it for six shows in a row uh oh. they were like yeah they tried it out <laughs> <laughs> and then uh and then uh, enrique dm me talking about hey what was that game kofi was talking about so oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yo, I- i'm gonna have to put in my profile i spread propaganda for trails there it is there it is um Get okay so I'll, I'll move away from that because you're right i spent a lot of time on that okay so the uh, it works thing, that's what i'm just saying it works like people are playing it that's true that's true i mean if you guys want me to talk more about it i can uh okay so last i think it was on the fifth uh playstation the official twitter account uh tweeted out that ghosts of tsushima will have an official release date of june 26 2020 nice. uh, they also detailed uh, three different versions you can get. So there's a standard edition, there's a special edition, and there's a collector's edition. Uh, this is my second most anticipated game of the year. Uh, you probably saw me freaking out on Twitter. Uh, that was a pretty big deal. So um, On my uh, birthday. On my oh, fucking birthday. Perfect wow. <laughs> um, I, I really love Sucker Punch because, again, they when I played Infamous, I did not have a very good opinion of open world games. Completely mm. changed my mind when I played Infamous. It just, boom, mind blown. Um, so yeah, good stuff there. Uh, another uh, interesting thing is that uh, Shenmue 3 has been getting uh, quite an interesting addition of DLC. Apparently they're getting a, what they call Big Merry Cruise DLC, where you can enter on a cruise ship with uh, uh, Rio and uh, Gamble and 
Do we get coronavirus? There's a lot of stuff going on. Coronavirus. I'm leaning on Bizarre to play this game because I, I, I've got all these other games lined up. I don't know when this game's getting played uh, for me. I'm sorry, guys. Ash. Uh, so that's. <laughs> I can't even defend it. I can't even. I can't even defend it. I still oh, gotta play. Gosh it, damn it, nubs! Fuck sake, nubs! God damn it! One more thing I wanted to touch on. Uh oh, yes. Okay, so PlayStation had announced that there was this big uh, event where all gamers were contributing trophies to uh, get uh, rewards. Basically, uh, everybody wins rewards for individual contributions. So if you did, you could do up to six trophies every twenty-four hours, and it goes to this major uh, stretch goal. And they will release uh, themes and avatars that everybody um, who registered will get. Um, the third reward and ending the event uh, came out today. Actually, I just had it uh, applied to my PlayStation. I actually was very, very active in the trophy hunters community. Doing, I was doing like, I might have been doing like, I don't even know, maybe like twelve trophies a day, guys. I don't even know if I was talking about that on this podcast. No, that's but, crazy. Um, it was, it was really, really fun. Um, and yeah, the the new theme is a cross section of four games. So they got God of War, and it basically pants between them. So God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Last of Us Remastered, and Last of Us Two. I want to say, um, but if you if you go up and look look at your status, um, it shows all four kind of like divided up as a, a nice background drop. Uh, so that's really cool. They have avatars of Aloy and Drake and uh, Joel, and I think one of Ellie as well, uh, older Ellie. So that was really cool to get to that. And you can get those rewards up until the 15th, I think. So definitely go grab it. I think you can register and get their awards, uh, even if you didn't contribute or, you know, you weren't, like, on. Uh, I think that was it. That's basically How many, how many um, layers for the awards are there? But I just got my second one. I had no idea. I was uh, it, was, it was five avatars, one theme, and I can't remember what the first... Oh, it was also like a, a generic PlayStation ava uh, avatar, the, 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 uh, the cross, circle, triangle, square. Mm. Oh, yeah, I think I'm getting this. Uh, I yeah. saw one that looked fucking amazing with uh, every single exclusive... Uh, yes, that's uh, and that's when I was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what Coke was talking about. Yeah, All I right, wish they cool, had like cool. more in that, but anyway, that was it. All right, man. Uh, Fair got anything to add? Anything that we might have missed before we get on to these topics, my guy? Nah, no, nah, I don't have anything. Sweet, sweet, sweet. All right, let's get into the actual topics. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to send this right back to Reggie. Uh, this topic is, can GameStop be saved by the one and only, one and only, Reggie uh, Fields. How do you say his whole name? I don't know how to say that shit. Fields Fiel of May? Is that how you say Fiels it? Fields of Reggie Fiza Fiza May. May, yes. Can it be Why? saved by Reggie Fiza May? No, his, his body is ready to save. GameStop. Is his body is his body ready to save GameStop? <laughs> what did you do with that? Yeah, when 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 he takes over, instead of them offering you five dollars for all fifteen of those games, they'll offer you six dollars seventy cents, and oh. maybe a handshake from Reggie himself. No yeah, that might be worth it, right? So anyway, so Reg, <laughs> the other Reg, tell me. So what's going on in, with this? I, for first, inform the viewers as well as uh, give your opinions on it, man. It's, it's, this is a fucking out of the blue. So, what's going on? So, as of today, it seems like, for those who don't know, uh, former Nintendo of America president Reggie Fizami um, joined as board of directors for GameStop. Um, this is comes at a pretty shocking news because I don't think anybody expected. Well, I don't think anybody knew where Reggie was going to wind up. No, I thought he was, uh, I thought he was done, done. Yeah, um, I don't think anyone expected him to be on the board of GameStop of all places. Mm. Um, Reggie was partially instrumental as um, 
being the face of Nintendo America. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't always make a lot of right decisions, um, and I can't say he's responsible for still a lot of the greats that came out of uh, the, his era of rule, but he, particularly from a gamer perspective, he was the Phil, um, he was the Nintendo's equivalent to Phil. Like, he was a really positive face. Um, he preached good things. He spoke good things. He was always fun to kind of be around. Um, and you could tell that he enjoyed what he did, or at least he put on a good face. Um, and so part of that might be beneficial because real one of the things that GameStop needs is, is of whole things, they just need a kind of rebranding. They need people to yeah. like them again. Like when we, particularly gamers, think of GameStop, like we don't have good memories. Nah, evil um, empire, man. <laughs> have good memories of gaming stores. It's just not GameStop. You know, again, places like Electronic Boutique or EB Games, Funko even Land. old school KB Toy, yeah. Funko Fact. Land. Facts. Um, but GameStop kind of took all of the joy and commercialized these kind of video gaming processes, and it just became like a sad thing. And if anybody who's ever worked in sales knows, it's like it's on both sides. The consumers are exhausted. They don't want to go in because I would not want to. I don't want you to keep asking me about pre-ordering something so I can get something else. I just want to come in and buy my game. Um, but on the other side of those people who are standing on the other side of the counter, they don't want to ask, but they have to ask because that's their job. Right? Like I used to, I used to work for GameStop, bro. Absolutely, like you would get fucked up if you weren't asking. Like that, that was something like so fucking important. Exactly. Like they would cut your hours. They would do all sorts of shit. But like, like it, it, it's just Bro, shitty. I, 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 man, I applied to GameStop like a hundred times, and I got denied every time. Then when I go in, Bro, I, I got these more. I sold man. somebody a fucking. Uh, I sold somebody a fucking PS3, and I didn't even work there, and I got a job there. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> bullshit, I wouldn't wish on anybody, though, Bro, you you dodged your bullet. I, I know I dodged it. Because I'd have been like, nah, that's some bullshit. Why are we selling this crap-ass yeah, game? No, the, the other shit is nobody that works there really knows the fuck they're talking about. It's like, like I refuse to sell this customer Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm not going to do it. You know what? It's a similar fucking... It's a similar thing to a place called... In, in the UK, we have a similar thing called Game. And, like, they're the only fucking place outside of, like, Asda, Tesco that sell games. But they're, they're mainly... They're, they're just retailers as far as, like, general, like, groceries and stuff like that. But game is specifically game, uh, for games. They're the only fucking uh, video game store in the UK, in the fucking UK, it seems, anymore. And the one near my house, I swear to God, most of them don't know what the fuck they're talking about when it comes to video games. I feel like I'm talking to fucking alien language to them sometimes. Facts, man. Facts. Okay, facts. so one question: Um, does uh, is GameStop only in America? Because we don't have that here in the Netherlands. We have something <sighs> called Game Mania, and I never had any of these problems that I'm hearing about. Oh, really? And they yeah. also are, and they also are the only quote-unquote legit gaming uh, sellers. No, hmm. I will do research. I will do research real quick because it wouldn't surprise me if, uh, like a, a lot of these places, like even in different countries, if they go by a different name, if they're owned by the same parent mm. company. That's could, what could, I, it, so that's why be, yeah. I think. Um, why is it then in Game Mania, not uh, Game Mania? I never hear them 
ask me, do you want to pre-order this game? But uh, in America, they do. Uh, if that's the case, and I really, really do believe that this is just an American thing. That uh, No, it isn't. It's a UK thing as well, because game also try and push pre-orders on people. Okay, okay. I did, this is not, this is not a, this hey. is not... Does does game does game do a magazine subscription too? They don't do a magazine subscription, but they do subscribe you game to. Uh, not, no, <laughs> no, you don't, yeah. That's what they do. They they game Informer will fucking pre-order this game. You get a, yeah, you, get a I, I, you get a special get GameStop cover, fucking know? sword. Yeah, I used to get those just for the cover. Yeah, they now don't, it's trash. It's yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't do that kind of. Tea. They don't do that to you. Um, I mean, they they get you into a. Into a uh, like uh, their card thing, where if you, when you buy games from them, you get yep. reward points that yeah. translate to real money, and you can. Yeah. The one benefit to it is you can actually put money onto the card, so it's separated from like your bank account. Mm. So it's basically savings up. My dog just walks into my room, um, and that that's what I do. I just basically put money onto the card, so I know it's there for whenever a new game comes out, like right. basically but, this month. When I, I gotta address this. I gotta address this question because I everyone, at least on the American side, because Omar said he didn't really have that in the Netherlands. You know, lucky you. But unfortunately, GameStop just they took over. They monopolized the fucking used game market over here in uh, in America. Uh, I know Best Buy has a little thing, but I think they got away with it or got rid of it. So it's just it's still GameStop, um, at least for like the physical games and stuff. So we know we know what they are about, what they do. But I mean, my question I'm gonna pose to you guys. I'm gonna go with the Reggie, and anyone else could jump after. What do you think uh, Reggie Filame Fil- could add to GameStop? Like, and what do you like? Should we? Can he can he save it or, or if he can't, will this also now just damage his reputation? Because him being attached to GameStop is is kind of weird. Because a lot of people hate GameStop. So, Reg, what's your opinion on this? Don't think it'll damage his only because uh, he's built up so much goodwill mm-hmm. before this. So people will view it as oh Reggie tried and failed. But why? Um, but why opposed- GameStop though? Like why? You know what I mean? Like why not try maybe, to join Stadia or something? Like why loves, GameStop? Uh, maybe he loves physical. Uh... I was thinking that it could be the physical market he loves. Yeah, I was about to say he didn't go to Stadia because he knows that's a sinking ship. He's smart enough. <laughs> and at least he better in GameStop than Stadia. Yeah, because at least. Get- <sighs> At least GameStop can be saved. Yeah, that's it. GameStop can theoretically be saved. Like one of the things is a difficult portion of it, and like as the the industry is moving, is all digital sort of things. But we gamers still like a physical place, and gamers still can sometimes walk into a store. They're getting smaller and smaller as the year goes, though. But yeah, yes. Um, What they have to do is figure out one how to compete um, Mm. in a digital space. And two, how to create your to make your stores more accessible. Like we're mm. kind of losing that idea of these sort of sell. Like you know, GameStops. It was gift cards, Funko Pops, all this kind of extra nonsense that really wasn't games. And then the games would be somewhere on the wall. They are currently floating with the idea of kind of creating gaming cafe. Gaming cafes. That's an interesting idea. Yeah, in America, I don't know how that's going to work in America, but that's interesting. What's the in all fairness, a gaming cafe is basically a, a basically like a bar or a, ca- a cafe where you can go and buy like a sandwich and a cold drink or some shit. And they literally have like tables of like consoles, PCs, and very, shit. Very popular in South play. Korea. 
very popular popular in japan as well japan too and japan china well. and china oh, yeah. they're fucking hugely popular like here's the thing i think the reason why because like there is a few of them here in the uk actually you'll find an odd you'll find not internet game cafe in the uk and in the in the us i'm sure you'd find the odd one i think the reason why they haven't ever been popular is because you've never had a major corporation like just go balls deep into the idea like we're going to market this we're going to run advertisements we're gonna we're gonna brand it like as much as people hate franchises there needs to be it's a i'd say for something like an internet cafe to work on a grand scale like america and stuff there needs to be a franchise it needs to be a franchise like a starbucks and stuff like that actually i agree it's got to be something larger because we do have one-offs that exist all throughout the u.s um and so comic book stores for example can will still host if you're a into magic or any of that stuff you know you can go to your local comic book store and you feel comfortable with that it doesn't need to be a brand you're good it's hard hard to to find man same with dnd yeah because there wasn't Wizard of the Coast was a store, and you yeah. go to any Wizards across the the United States. What I think, what's popular, really, and I don't know if GameStop wants to do it because maybe uh, there might be a bit more licensing involved. But barcades are becoming very yes. popular here. Yes, they very. are. Very, yeah. Yes, they are. A bar, yeah. barcade, like more um, theme arcade. Say, say- yeah, same thing. It's a bar with art, like a lot of arcade machines and pinball machines. Again, okay. I've got I've got one in my town. Like my town, the town I live in, literally has a new place opening up where it's basically um, a, um, a a ca- a game cafe, and yeah. there's a and there's another one that called uh, Arcade Club, which is basically just a fucking arcade bar. It's fucking yeah. beautiful. I, w- I went to one in Phoenix, oh, and um, so. For- I forgot what it was called, but it was, yeah. it was it literally, literally, like, you had to be 21 and up. They had liquor, like, music playing, and you just go to a whole bunch of different, like, machines and game. I think uh, I was playing, like, uh, Crazy Taxi, um, like, you know, some classic games. Um, House of the Dead, House Time Crisis, yeah, Ghosts and Ghouls, Killer Instinct, Mortal all Kombat those. 2. Yeah, they, had, they had all Bark the classics. brilliant. All the yeah, classics. Yeah, okay, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but they didn't, uh, I'm not sure if it's Microsoft themselves. Mm-hmm. Or I I do remember uh, an exclusive game for Halo. Being... Oh yeah, the Fire Team one. You're talking about that for yeah. uh, David. Yeah, Buster. that's a that's a David Buster's. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was actually uh, go. If it that didn't, if that did do well, wouldn't they not have done more of that such thing? Different type of game. Yeah, there's also That's, something. Sorry, go on, Reggie. Sorry, a very traditional arcade game in the sense of like you'll find them in. We know we have them as called Dave and Buster's, uh, Chuck E. Cheese, mm-hmm. um, things that they're kind of on rail shooters that just you yeah, pop quarters in. Yeah, yeah, and it's like House of the Dead, like classic House of the Dead. Um, I traditionally they've never been made to be popular they've just been made to like it carries the halo name some people will play it and move on uh we're long past the day unless you're in japan where people make arcade games that are supposed to last like you can still like yeah ddr machines are still out the initial d machines are still out um they've got a whole host of rhythm games if you can find at any convention you go to across the country um that keep popping them out it's and i can't speak to uh, the european side but over on 
us, we slowly kind of we just stopped making arcade games. Yeah, it's um, it is similar over here. Like the the last brand new arcade machine I remember was in like a fucking bowling alley in my yeah. town, and it was Alien Armageddon. And I sat watching. I, I played it. And I was like, I wish that this was because I think I brought this up. There was that, and there was the good Rambo rail shooter as well that I played mm. at arcade. And I was like, I wish that these would would have come out for the PlayStation Three or the PlayStation Four with VR because these look tailor made for that kind of thing. Because yeah. Alien Armageddon is fucking legit. Um. That's actually an interesting, actually interesting point. Can can the arcade space go into, I guess, the VR space? But I think the cost of entry is too much. No, it isn't. It's actually smaller than you think. I mean, goddamn, we got a new fucking House of the Dead come. We got a new House of the mm. Dead recently come out. Sky I she think froze. when it comes to arcade, what Dante just froze. Dante just froze. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> uh, somebody popped in and he froze. Yeah, da- Dante. Dante froze. But we got we got we got to get back to the uh, the actual topic here. So yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to Pharaoh, um, because you've been quiet. Pharaoh, um, Nubs. What, what's what's your take Pharaoh. on? Yeah, what's your take on Reggie? Uh, so coming to GameStop. Yeah, hold on. I'm gonna I'm I'm Pharaoh to go real quick and then have you come back. I mean, I, I'm sure you know it's a new challenge for him. You know that you know he wouldn't have had staying at then. At Nintendo, but I mean, I think it's gonna be that's gonna be quite a challenge to garner that goodwill again. Honestly, um, I mean, I think if you like start focusing on maybe hosting tournaments at GameStop, um, maybe having a small manga section, you know, that brings people in, like just just different things other than than the actual physical game sales because you got to have you have to something that creates foot traffic because digital sales are you know gonna eat them up yeah yeah it's gonna eat them up because if physical sales pick back up then i think i think all we're gonna see is you know uh digital sales you know react by selling at cheap selling just a little bit cheaper Nah, because they're they're selling hand over fist, you know they're making money hand over fist with the digital sales. So, oh, that's fine, man. I mean, well, well, di- well, well, physical sales start actually cutting into your profit margin because you're making so much on on off of the digital sale over the physical sale. I well, with make- digital, sorry. Uh, no, I'm saying I'm definitely. Got, I <laughs> see a scenario where you might. Um, and- the biggest thing with digital though is GameStop doesn't really make a cut of that because they can't resell that. Like their their whole profit margin is based on reselling well, games. They have to change. They have to change up prices. That they have to change that. They absolutely not, have to change that. It's not just that. The reason why a lot of these publishers also want to push more into digital, and we talked about this before, is the fact that digital uh, with digital games it takes a lot longer for. Uh, games to go down in price like we've had this argument before and someone tried to argue the point but it it, it it's still the case digital games do not go down they do not lose their value because yeah. it is just digital space yeah. like game games will still remain like uh, I, I think I pointed one out um, I can't remember what it was but a game that's been out for a couple of years is still selling for $40 on PSN and it's like th- this game has been out long enough that I could go out and buy a pre-owned copy of it for cheaper mm-hmm. And that's because that's because it loses value 
with age, but also the amount that have already been traded in. Do you know what I mean? What do you mean it loses value with age? Because it's uh, outdated them? No, yeah, the, no, the longer a game is out, typically a physical sale, it'll drop. Like the price will drop. Yeah, the Do price will that? drop, but then... At least but, that's how it's supposed to work. Unless you're Grand Theft Auto V, in which case that shit was still $60 fucking, you know... Exactly. And, and the thing is as well... The thing is as well is... Because it's always been this way. It's, it's always this way depending on the franchise itself. Like, games like FIFA and games like... Madden, like the the price, you will see those prices drop fucking significantly because it's they an tank. annual release. They tank it's within a, four months of release. They they fucking plummet. Exactly because it's an annual release. Well, usually what you'll see is the prices of these of these products will go down, and then after like I'd say like the ten year mark, the prices will go back up slightly because there's a certain dip. There's a certain point in time when a game goes from being expensive to not being as uh, to not being expensive sorry from being cheap to then being expensive again you see it with retro games like um i assume nintendo games some playstation games as well like some fucking playstation one games go for fucking 25 to 30 goddamn pounds because it's that uptick where it's past that certain period of time where things become um uh past that point where things start becoming more valuable um, yeah. Now, with games like Nintendo, again, with Nintendo, it, that that comes down to the case of supply, like the amount of games that do get traded in, and it's it is a it is a fact that Nintendo players, the people on Switch, don't typically trade in their games heavily or in large quantities. Like they'll get they'll get like a, an influx to start with these pre-owned places, but then suddenly it will dry up, and then they've got to start selling all those copies because people will buy them. Exactly. Yo, and to, to further that point, when um, Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles came out on the mm. Wii, bro, that trade value for that game was like 90 fucking dollars because it was short print only available in the fucking US for the Wii. Like, you couldn't get it anywhere else except for GameStop. Like, they were paying out the ass and then it's turning around and selling them for like 75. They were actually losing money on them, but they wanted those copies yeah. and they could try to sell them. Exactly. <laughs> Well, no, we, we, we got, we got, we got. I want to get back onto this topic as far as real, what real games. quick, but we, we got to get I to the other stuff. I know, I know. I'll be quick. I actually agree with what Pharaoh said about about hosting tournaments. GameStop, if they if they play it right, they if they do this internet cafe thing, they could say that right where they could actually host regional qualifiers for these That'd big tournaments, like regional tournaments. They they are they are the gatekeepers. Like, as bad as that may sound, but think of it logistically, they could be the gatekeepers for. Region for like regional tournaments to go on to like the the next stage, like we that's, that's we like... host it and that and then it, they're real good. They can move on to they move on to like the big tournaments like a uh, Evo or some shit like that. Like it's the like the qualifiers basically. That's the a good other idea. thing, the other thing they could do, they could try and work out a deal where they could get preview copies of games that are mm. coming out. And they that could bring some fucking people in, get some ass in seats, get some get some money rolling in, so people can play games early inside the cafe, like there physically. Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea, either, man. It'll be interesting. Um, but we got we got to move on, man. Yeah, I can hear. We got we got to move on, man. We got welcome Hades, man. Uh, oh, what up, bro? I, I had to get him back in here. Apparently, this is gonna be his last time for a while. You said you're moving. Where you moving to, bro? 
Uh, I'm just uh moving up closer to Baltimore, but like my internet, yeah, my <laughs> internet got me in a weird contract, so I'm kind of cutting ties with them. So it's probably gonna be like a Comcast? month or so before I get my internet. No, it's Verizon. I learned my lesson. I'm never doing Verizon again. I'm done. Really? I like Verizon. Oh, well, I got, I got. I'm going from Verizon, Verizon to Comcast. I'm going man. back to, I'm going back to Comcast. I don't know about that, but hey, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you be, man. That's what's up. But actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send this topic to you. Next topic, because uh, we got to move on. Um, okay. It's about the review uh, structure, right? How how we review games today. You know how this generation we're getting games that are that as of service it seems more prominent. This generation and the review cycle is still, well, the process is still the same from you know last gen. So my question to you is: Should the review process now be revamped? Um, or is there a way that we could review these games that um, are like a uh, Sea of Thieves, are a uh, Rainbow Six, Ve- uh, not Vegas, uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Siege. Yeah, Siege. Or games like that. Um, what's the other one? The, the, the Space Game? I forgot what that called. Like games like that. Should, should, should there be a. No, No Man's Sky. Should there be a game? Should be a review process where you review it either periodically or or what? Like, what, what's your opinion on this? Or am I, am I tripping and should review status? There already is. The worst thing uh, is my, the already fucking is. There is there because, I mean, uh, No Man's Sky got been, reviewed on day one, and then did they review? Been re-review? Doing, I'll, I'll, you know what? I will go last to explain this. So go ahead. Go ahead, Hades. Um, uh, I w- I was actually about to say the same thing. I thought there was a process for this already in place because I remember that Warframe has gotten reviewed like uh three three or four times, like every time they have a major update. But it just seems like they're a little selective about wi- I, what games they. That's what's review. gonna go because I'm about to go search up see these right now. Because because do I think it's such a much better game now? Yeah, exactly. because <laughs> I, I really do think that these games deserve deserve a once over after you know after time has been uh, put into it because you know what year one year two and multiple updates. Like, I know a lot of people who started playing Rainbow Siege when it first came out, and they absolutely hated it. And I think a couple of my friends went back into it this year, and they say it's not even the same game anymore. It's, like, way, way better, and they absolutely love it. It just, some games, I guess, it's more of a slow build, because with games as a uh, service-type games, you kind of have to rely a lot on the community to help you to help you build the game because you kind of give the community what they want mm-hmm. and it grows from there like uh i remember when elder scrolls out online that's launched a good, that's a good didn't one. like it i played the original that shit was elder trash. Scrolls online now it, it, yeah, it certain games it just takes time to get the ball rolling unless you're fallout 76 that game is not good but <laughs> apparently there's still a community somehow i don't know but uh yeah so okay so and I guess that's my question. Um, I'm, and I'm, I'm gonna go to let me go to Omar. Let me go to uh, let me go to uh, Kofi as well because you've been pretty quiet on this. What's your take on this process? Do you like should should games? I know how you stand, Omar. Games should be 100 percent when it comes out day one. But for games that are meant to add content, games as a service prolonged, should should the review process be uh, intermediate? Should it, you know like what's your take on this? Like do you do you think no. these games are reviewed fairly? Like No Man's Sky, for instance. I'll be bi- yeah, unbiased. No Man's Sky, it for example. Definitely, it's definitely fairly because now 
No Man's Sky developers lied about what they wanted to do, and they True. didn't uh, deliver what they wanted to deliver, what they promised to deliver. Now here is the thing: we are here sitting to discuss about uh, talking about periodically um, um, what's called reviews because games uh, are as a life as a life service. Excuse me, but uh, do you do you know what happened when you give them an inch to, yeah, to the yeah. gaming industry? Yeah, it's true. Okay, fair point. Look where we look where we are right now with uh, microtransaction loot boxes and DLCs. Look where we started. Look where we are right now. If we allow this practice to become uh, normalized, then we're fucked. If we're not already fucked. Because CSF didn't launch for 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 30 bucks. It launched for 60 fucking bucks. That's true. I know, and it was also in Game Pass. It was in Game Pass for free, and they they told you. It's not the No Man's Sky situation. They told you exactly what you were going to get when it launched. If you played any of the betas, you knew exactly what you were going to get into. They didn't really add that much in the beta phase. That doesn't make it... Okay, it, it doesn't. That was they, because you're selling a game that's bare bones that have literally right, nothing. and and every and every expansion since launch has been totally free if you own the game. So I haven't had to fork out any more money for Sea of Thieves since it came out. That's a good point too. Yeah, but it's so right in the in the long run, are you are you really mad about it when DLC is free and is going to be free going forward? No, initially, not really. Initially, you should be. Initially, I'll say this. Initially, if you bought that for sixty dollars mm-hmm. and that's what you got, no, you you have every right to be mad. But right. at this current but stage, if, if, at at the current stage, if you bought the game, no, you shouldn't be mad because it is a it is a it is a well worth content for sixty dollars. But as it stood when it came out, it wasn't worth the value of sixty dollars. Right. I but think no- we can all agree with that. Nobody with any sense would pay sixty dollars for that if you weren't one hundred percent on board though. with what you were going to get, people and people did. did. But people did. those other options. I mean, that's on you at that point. When you, when are you going to accept responsibility for you throwing your money at something knowing what you're going to get? That's fair. I mean, Dante's talking about getting the VR headset, and for one that's, fucking game. But, the, I mean, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> that's the problem. Okay, there's a big fucking difference. I know. Just, <laughs> I'm just throwing the shade. Big, there's a massive difference. <laughs> I'm just the saying the, the is, consumers. The consumers played a role in shit like yeah, this. Yeah, and now you're. Oh yeah, no, and like, dude, and I and and like I, I've always been preaching that kind of stuff. I really have. Mm. But the thing is, you've also got to look at like realistically, you have to look at. The environment that Sea of Thieves came into, it came into us. It came into during the transition period where Microsoft started actually trying to bring out first-person game, uh, first-party games. They were mm. struggling, and the fan base was fucking hungry, like yeah. starving for fucking get for first per- they, for first-party games. They were, and that's they what lie. they got. Like, the, and the, like, so in that environment. It does not surprise me that, no offense, desperation setting. If it was the same, if if it happened with PlayStation, I'd be saying the same goddamn thing. Like it's the environment that it that it was brought into as well that caused that brought about this. Uh, but I'll get like I said, I'll get into yeah. this when I start. All right, all right. Let me let me let me go to Kofi, man. You've been pretty quiet, man. So what's your take on all this with the review process? I mean, I, you don't have to use the examples I've used, but think of some of the games that you might have played where like you started off originally and it's like okay. Um, it's it's a work in progress, and they they graded on that. But then you're like, 
well, what about these these expansions, these updates? And now the game is even a lot better because I know World of Warcraft gets great on each expansion. Why can't we have that to, towards towards some of these games that also drop expansions or updates or things of that nature? Yeah, so I completely agree. And to Nub's point with uh, Sea of Thieves, one game I really love that got a re-release and did not get a re-review and has had free updates for the last two and a half years is Gran Turismo Sport. I there think it has a ton of now single player content and videos that help you become a better competitive racer that were never reviewed in the original re release of the game. The, the game is massive, but all the cars that they've added, uh, all the events that they host, uh, I, I follow a lot of YouTube communities where the guy like will set up all his steering wheels and all that stuff. And he has uh, feedback that he'll do on every single update, how a car feels on a road. Um, they actually added rain uh, and they were adding rain to races as they were being uh, participated in, in their worldwide uh, tournaments. So wow. all these features that were missing from the beginning, and I think I think it got like a 75 or 77 meta, uh, that's, that is comparing Gran Turismo Sport to a prior numbered version. And to be honest, I think it was kind of fair. Now, I think if it was re-reviewed, I, I honestly think it's going to be in the 80s. Like something like 85, because they've and added, I, I think. I'll agree like, with you. You said you I'll don't agree. I, I do agree with you. Oh, you do? Like, you know how I feel about Gran Turismo, but I, I agree with you. As it is now, it's, it's a totally different product. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I really appreciate, uh, you know, I'm actually a huge fan of uh, Kazunori Yamauchi. Um, he, he's always uh, very excited to see people post like their vehicles and doing their photo modes. And I honestly wish I could spend more time with GT Sport, uh, but just so many games. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, some sort of re-review process solution. Um, I think you guys brought up a lot of things. Like, well, so l let me throw out a theory and then maybe you guys will like it or okay. not. Maybe, uh, games that are fixed versus games that have new content. Um, I think there needs to be some sort of division there, right? Mm. Because like, let's look, look at something like there already is. Gone. No, no, there are, no, but what, what conditions under which something should be re-reviewed? Should a game that's fixed be re-reviewed? No. Okay. No, because I'll, because I'll, it already came out at sixty dollar price, and right. that's the biggest issue. If 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 the game was free, if the game was for thirty, for twenty, then no problem. But when you're coming, you're coming people for literally sixty dollar price, then the developer just simply doesn't deserve a second chance. In my in in my opinion, because. If we allow them to do that, then we we start a bigger bigger problem issue right. than what we're having with DLC. DLC, we're simply managing it by not buying a DLC for fifteen bucks, thirty bucks at max. But here we're talking about a sixty dollar game. Yeah, that's a good point. So look, yeah. So I think most of us agree that new content probably dictates a, a chance for a new review. Not everybody gets it. But it hey, would be nice. The, the new content. Oh, yeah, let me yeah, hear Dante because I know you were chopping at the bits. Go ahead, yeah, Dante. Go ahead. Okay, so as far as games being released at $60, and I'll use Days Gone as an example, does that game, after all of the patches that it's, that it's had, deserve to be re-reviewed? No, no, it doesn't. As much as I have said that I really like the game and how much, it, how much it's improved, it shouldn't be reviewed. It should be judged by the merits that it was released at. It was bought into the commercial world and sold for on the premise of at the time like they're not they're not selling they're not advertising and trying to sell the game to us now on the new on the premise that it's fixed this time we promise it was sold to us at a commercial price 
on a date under the guise that of what it was and if it's half broken where the freight where it's not at a lot of frame rate where there's bugs and honestly still bugs where i'm falling through the fucking map no it should not be reviewed because it it again it, it comes down to that initial impressions like that's what it review you review what comes out now the difference between that and something like a, a war a warframe because I think there needs to be this distinguish between Warframe and something like a World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft doesn't get a whole new review when an expansion comes out. The expansion gets the review, not not the entirety of World of Warcraft itself. Like first yeah. of all, that's logistically impossible. It's just the expansion. Where with World of War with Warframe, the reason why that got multiple reviews is because they kept changing it from a fundamental level from the base up. A lot of the time like if you look at warframe how it first released to how it is now a lot of the fundamentals that made that game what it was originally are completely different like i'm talking like there's there's some things they either completely changed completely removed or completely reworked okay question but, hold on but if we look at if we take the example of sea of thieves the co the the core of the game is still the same Am I correct in assuming this? Like, the core of the game is the same. You sail around in a ship, the, the, the building the ships is the same, firing the guns is the same, the combat's the same. Everything with that, the, the way you get quests is the same. Everything you do with that game is the exact same now as it was released, just with a lot of added content, like um, like Krakens and stuff like that, right? Yeah, but it was it was scored it was scored negatively because there was lacking content. But if it adds exactly, content... No. No, no, then no, no. It doesn't need to be reviewed it wasn't, because it wasn't again, because of bugs or anything like Days Gone. It was because but they no, it's, but no, it, it is. It, but still, that is a valid criticism. To it is still a criticism. Okay, fair. It, it's still a valid criticism to be judged on if there is a lack of content and you don't and the reviewer does not feel like you got your money's worth at release. Because I guarantee you, they're not. Again, they're not selling Sea of Thieves now. Like Sea of Thieves. This time it has content. They're not selling it now. They were trying to sell you that when it initially came out. But they as... did. They they packaged that anniversary edition like I was yo. Say, with the yeah, they did. That's what I mean. Anniversary edition should have been reviewed. That's what I'm saying. Anniversary edition should have absolutely been reviewed because that was the feature complete game at this point. Yeah, but it's the feature complete game after the game was already released supposedly complete like this this is the product that we're going to push out and this honestly is one problem to what uh, this ends up being the problem uh the core problem of what i actually wanted to end this on is yeah. live service games live service games have muddied the fucking water entirely and i feel like live service games need to constantly be reviewed i don't think that they should have a number score but they should I mean, I'm going to plug Eurogamer as an example. Like, they don't use numbers in their reviews. It's, it's you know, so it's recommended, they, essential. I hate, I hate but, number reviews. I like a summary. Give me a summary. Yeah, don't I like a summary, and then, like, should you play this? Should you avoid it? Is That's it that, you have to play this? Like, I, I, I'd prefer that yeah. more. Here's a 6.5. And then you read it, and it, like, it reads more I never, like a 7 or 8, but this motherfucker gave it a 6. A, yeah, so, if, I ever, a if I ever do reviews, I'm never going to... If I ever get on to doing reviews, I'll never do a number score. I never will. I'll give it, like, a um a buy rent or avoid like you know what yeah. i mean i'll give it i'll give it something yeah, like that so, but i'll make sure that's my opinion but i think i think honestly, acg gamer does that now so mm, 
But but the thing is though, is something like a Sea of Thieves again? It was released at a certain. It was released in a certain way. Like like I've just turned around and said, no games. Like to my to my knowledge, very few games, unless they change everything from a fundamental level, like Warframe did, ever gets a second review. I'm sure there is maybe one or two out there. Like I just off the top of my head Fortnite, again, it's all right? top of my head. Fortnite, right? No, Fortnite hasn't had multiple hasn't had multiple reviews after each year because they don't fundamentally change the game. But they did f change the, fun the fundamental of the game, right? Yeah, they, they no, from, they did. It, it went. It went. You know, it went from you and your friends versus AI to yeah, battle royale. Like, oh yeah, but they did. But they, that was. But that. Ah, sorry. When they, they, they just didn't change mechanics, but the uh, game itself is different. Yeah, nobody well, plays like said, the other fucking part of the game. No one. I need, no one plays need a, a single player. A, but what I'm saying thing, is, man. is if if Finish up. unless it changes, com mm. unless it changes the game fundamentally, like mm. Warframe did. It doesn't need another review because all you're doing is adding content that's A should have already been there or B you're adding on after the fact or like DLC like DLC used to because they never no one ever fucking reviewed DLC. No one aside from massive expansions like uh, Blood and Wine and stuff like that, no one went out of their way to like, I'll use this as an example. No one went out of their way to fucking review the fucking maps of Call of Duty games, aside from the hardcore people on YouTube. Like if you want, if you want your if you want your updated reviews, don't look. I know, get that fucking. Gym <laughs> <off the screen. laughs> I was waiting for you to see if it. You want, man. If you want your if you want your updated <laughs> reviews, you go to people on YouTube. You don't go to these ma major publications because these major publications will not do it. Facts, facts. Or go to me when I start doing reviews. All right, we got to move on One to. Last thing. One last All right, Omar, thing. go, and then we gotta go. We gotta get to these games. Yeah. Um. How much was Warframe when it was first released? Free or? Oh, free. It's always been free. Always Warframe's been always been free. Okay, so then Warframe shouldn't even be in the in the topic then, because Warframe was free from the get go. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! Lean back! Lean back even further because you don't want to open this kind of worms. Because I'm not saying I'm not direct comparing it. I'm comparing the process of he, reviewing. That they say roll off the bed. <laughs> He's like roll off, roll off that couch, bro. It doesn't matter if it's. It does not matter if if it costs or not. I'm talking about the review process, and I was using Warframe as an example yeah. of a game that fundamentally changed from first release to second to last release. That deserves a, a re-review because it is fundamentally different from when it first came out. Fair because enough, originally it wasn't originally, believe it or not, Warframe wasn't open world. In this, it is open world. Yeah, it was quarter, and then they had a, a update that made it more open world. But anyway, that's enough of this topic. It seems like we're kind of split. I think Omar and Dante agree. I think everyone else disagrees. So uh, let's let's get to these actually game gaming recommendations, gaming topics. I'm gonna go straight to Kofi first, and then each one have a game. Kofi, I know you wanted to talk about Neo 2 and another game. Two two games max, please, because I don't, I don't know if we'll have enough time. Go okay, ahead. yeah, I'm going to start with... I'm just going to throw it out there. Uh, 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim, guys, because I, I don't know how much publicity this game is going to get, so I finally get a chance to talk about it. Okay, so uh, uh, first of all, the developer, his name is VanillaWare. They're famous for their side-scrolling action games and their wonderful art. They've been around since... Um, they created the Princess Crown back in 1997, a game I actually never played, but came free with my uh, premium edition of 13 Sentinels, so I did get to touch on it. Um, this game is a completely uh, step in a new direction. It is not a side-scrolling action game. Uh, it takes the same premise um, in that 
um, you play as characters in a side-scrolling environment, but the battles are completely new, uh, at least from Vanillaware. Uh, so basically, when you play the game, uh, it, it's set into three different sections. You have a archive section where you are verifying uh, the events in history, and you have an adventure section where you play as all 13 characters, and then you have a battle section where all of the uh, main characters um, are able to step into these massive um, robots uh, called Sentinels. Okay, so the setting, as as you've probably seen in the promotional videos, is in a school um, in the uh, in the 1980s, and what <clears throat> you'll see, and trust uh, me, I won't spoil anything for anybody listening, uh, is that these characters uh, start to realize that there are uh, events in the future that will um, affect their current livelihood. And they are now on a, it is, here's one thing people keep asking me, is 13 Sentinels a dating sim? Like, oh, you know, I don't want to play a dating sim. Uh, it is absolutely <laughs> not that. These stories for these characters are, are written uh, beginning, middle, and end. You'll see uh, many types of relationships, just like a television show with a lot of characters, like, I don't know, like a Game of Thrones. Character A may hang out with character B in the beginning of the arc and then not see character B and go on in their own adventure, meet character C, D, E, and F. Um, only to, uh, to maybe have all these uh, different interactions. So that, that's really cool. Um, there is a lot of sci-fi in how characters can um, figure out events from the future. And so that is where the puzzle is, where if you talk to somebody in a certain way, um, you will reach the end of how to not say too much of that storyline okay so you have to uh use this cognitive uh ability where you can reference uh different periods in time to figure out where you need to go in order to uh basically prepare yourself for uh, what is coming in the future and that uh is really uh exciting okay so on the battle side um the hard part about this game is that when you see uh, the mechanics of the battle, I think for most people, I'm going to say really, I'm going to say like seven out of 10 people are going to see the battle mechanics be like, this game is not for me. Thank you very much. I'm not paying any money for this. It looks and strategic. Honest, I'm, yeah, I'm having some, yeah. the game, but I'm trying to read it. It looks, it looks very strategic. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah, when I say. saw, when I saw like, oh, you use mechs to fight. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Like mission. And then I yeah. saw the visuals. I was like, eh, no, thank you. <laughs> but I, I did a little more reading. I saw that the battles are, the monsters that you're fighting all move in real time, and then it only pauses when you are giving your character. It's, it's turn based when your characters make a decision. But if you are in between turns, well, they, they um they basically are just swarming you. So it does have a castle defense mechanic. All of your uh, mechs have all these different abilities, and there's four different types of robots or sentinels that your sixteen. I'm sorry, your thirteen members can use. So there's mm -hmm. some that um can only move down streets, and so like you have to basically make sure that your sentinel can block off a street and defend a certain type of sentinel but uh, uh i'm sorry certain type of monster but the, the, there are all different types of monsters some that fly only some that need to be disabled in order to be attacked some that um are able to repair enemies um and so you have to choose the right sentinels uh to tackle all of those different enemies and typically you go in blind you have no idea what you're going up against I so see. you may lose uh, in your first time out um the, the some of the abilities are really cool um, so basically the four types of sentinels are like your melee based, um, your, um, kind of like, I don't know, like your builder where they, they can build up like turrets or, uh, guardians that can help, uh, distract enemies from taking out, uh, what you're defending, which I won't talk about. 
Uh, and then there's uh, the, my, one of my favorite ones is like the long range missile uh, based one. Like basically, they could do barrage. They could do these mm. beam cannons, like you know, like pick a little special beam cannon. Anything mm. in its wake gets impaled with uh, with energy. And then the fourth one is really cool because it 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 can fly all the time, so it ignores roads, uh, and it can send out uh, what do they call it? Uh, infiltrators. I think that's what mm. they call it. infiltrators. Oh, I'm sorry poorly translating um but it's all these little robots that'll like come out and do jobs for you like take out enemies or do little tasks uh and and then there's three different challenge levels for uh the game so you can battle in strong mode which is like brutal hard um and then of course there's like a casual mode and stuff like that but you're not gonna get uh many trophies at least from what i can remember um so and then so the archive section the third section is basically putting together what the heck is happening it's like i promise you your mind will melt in this story 13 different people different timelines what's going on in this timeline we're not in 1984 anymore why is this guy waking up at this time they don't explain mm. a lot of this stuff until you get to 70 percent through the story but then there's these huge huge beats where you're like i cannot believe that this was this way <laughs> And I'm so happy that um, VanillaWare stepped out of their comfort zone because, as you probably know, Odin Sphere, which was a PlayStation 2 classic, a lot of people know that was remastered on PlayStation 4, came out three years ago. Um, it's, it was really well reviewed. I think it has like an 87 on Metacritic. I actually did not play the remaster on PS4, uh, but it took them four years to get this game out. And uh, we're at, right at the end of the gen. There's all these masterpieces coming out in the West uh, and the East. Um, so this game could get easily forgotten, but I'm, I'm really impressed with them. This is... Uh, the most original work that they've done. Uh, so th- I think I'll leave 13 Sentinels there. Does this have a Western release? Uh, it is 2020 right now. We have the window of 2020. Okay, right. Well, the moment this comes out, this looks like it might actually be a day one purchase for me. It looks yeah, interesting, it's, right? Like It's like, so freaking cool. I wasn't expecting that. All right. Two questions. Was... Um, yep. One, are we ever going to get an English demo? Because I know there is mm. a Japanese Japanese and I would be lost in a millisecond if you're talking about something this complex and it's yes. puzzled well. I have not heard anything of a demo. I think they should really do a demo. Because this game will get forgotten. It just will. Yeah. I hate to say it. Yeah, I understand. And, and two other more. Uh, very fast. Uh, one, is there a perma death? And two, is there mm, a multiple ending? Um, there is no permadeath, and there is only one ending. Okay, that's that's massively interesting. Then to get from okay. where you yeah. are to the ending, you'll be banging your head on. I, I, there are certain timeline decisions that will not work in your favor, but it doesn't like penalize your ending. So is it like you need to make sure at the ending everyone survived, or I'm going to spoil the territory now? Yeah, I'll leave that out. Um... I thought so. So it's kind of like um, what's called um, Detroit, but without the, all the endings. That's Just right. Ending. Yes, Detroit is a great example of that. Vanillaware's own take on Detroit, and it's mm. funny because I think Vanillaware. I don't know what their financial situation like or what their vision was. I think that if I had a criticism, I think their battles, their battle sequence could look more like you could see the droids instead of like mm. really representing us what the droids look like. Uh, but that would have been really expensive because it's complicated. Yo, th- there's cinematic. certain skills that like all this stuff's going on screen. You got missiles raining down, and oh, it, it's so cool. But I don't know. I, I just think that 
I would have done that. I, I'm not vanilla wear, but you know, that's how Is I feel. Hard or... So I played it all on normal. Some of the end missions, I'm like, yo, I'm not going to win this. But you know, and I was going for the platinum, so I have to. I have to meet uh, every mission has like a special condition you have to meet. Uh, okay. Where so here's the thing: you have to balance growing all thirteen sentinels, but you can only use six in a particular mm. mission. I didn't even mention that. And then there's other to get the platinum. The some things like only use four, or only use like Gen two sentinels, only use the melee ones, and that's where the challenge really comes in. Uh, also, when you beat the game, there is an unlimited wave mode that unlocks where you could just like go. It, well, there's an end to it, but like. They, it will randomly generate all the different types of monsters you could fight and have them rush you, and it's blind. Like, you have no idea what's coming. Okay, um, but, uh, can I say just how amazing you are for being able to understand something so complex in Japanese, nonetheless? It, well, um, you know what really helps? That there is subtitles, and it's fully spoken. Because okay. sometimes a random kanji, I'll be honest, like, I know, maybe I know, like, 3,600 kanji, but sometimes, like, there, there are 5,000 available in the Japanese language. Sometimes a random kanji will come out for like, I don't know, it, it will be something really, really niche. I'll be like, I don't know that. And then they'll, <laughs> but they'll read it. The character will like speak it. And I'll be like, oh, okay, got it. You know, that's dragon breath or something, something so arbitrary something that I would never run into it in regular. Mad random. All right, that's what's up, man. Um, definitely, uh, when we do the re release of the game, definitely want to get more inputs. I, I think you already, you already beat sure. it. But uh, let's get to the next topic, man, because you sucking them all the time. But that's yeah, cool. You, weren't, so, here, you uh, weren't here the other time, so it's good. Oh, Neo. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, really quick. So uh, I only play. So I wanted to do more thoughts on Neo after it releases. So I'll be really short yeah, with it. Yeah, just a quick, um, quick question. Uh, I, okay, really quick. I love Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2. I know that really technically isn't Neo, but I love the way that the game feels, and it reminds me of Ninja Gaiden. And one of my proudest uh, things that I did in Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2 was beat the game on the hardest difficulty setting where everything, one hit kills you. Everything. The dog bites your ankle, you die. The so movement I looks like now, Ninja Gaiden. I'm looking at it right now. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I have an obsession with like really, really hard Koei Tecmo games because one of that. Death? One, one, one death. Like, death. like if a piranha bites you, remember those piranhas in, in the yep. second mission? Yep. Bites you, are dead. Like, there's like no Kumu stuff. mod. Sounds like a Kumu and, mod and Hell and Hell mode from Devil May Cry. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I was about to say that. Yeah. And I, the thing I loved about it is that your your life bar would be gold in Ninja Gaiden if you did it. So when you played online, people knew people knew you were a business. Like, oh, okay, this guy actually beat the game. Anyway, that that's a whole other life. Um, okay, so I love the second boss in the um in uh the neo 2 first what is it called last chance trial uh the, the the reason i love it is because after fighting the first boss which felt felt like just like a skill check like okay you know use tomfa so you can drain his mana and then it, it, if you drain his mana you know what kind of attacks he'll do because he can't shoot you with his uh, frozen uh, arrows and stuff like this the second boss i'm forgetting his name but he's like a bomb expert well he'll, he has this desperate attack where he'll dive at you grab you and it's basically game over he'll shove a bomb right in your face after pinning you to the ground and uh, what what you find is you need to make sure you're using the right um, demon to counter that uh, that dive at you, and uh, that's one of the improvements in Neo 2. That when you when a demon is doing a demon type attack, there is a special demon type counter you have. But to mm -hmm. see that attack, there's like this red flash that kind of goes out. I don't know. I'm not looking at the stream right now. I don't know if you have it up. But like this yeah, red flash that comes out, and that's when you need to hit. Uh, I think it's R1 and circle at the same time, and you can time those counters. And, Counters from Koei Tecmo games or Team Ninja games feel great to me because of my obsession with um, Ninja, uh, Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2. Um, so that's really, really cool. Um, 
the only thing that, if I were to touch on the negatives really quick, when you're going up to these bosses and you're going through these areas, it does seem like you're in this kind of like congest. Okay, from what I saw, you're in these congested spaces, and there's just tons and tons of enemies that are pretty relentless. So like you, you feel like all right, I killed like eight, nine, ten, thirteen guys. Maybe I should just run past these because it, the stakes are high. You're fighting these Medusa. Medusa, they'll bite you and you're gone. And then you, you feel like, ah, like, should I really deal with all these people here? Or should I just run past? Especially for me in the trailer trial, because I was still trying to figure out, um, oh, shoot, I don't know what it, <laughs> to play in the Japanese version. It's the, it's the glaive. Um, it, it's like a scythe. And, and it uses magic uh, to boost its attack skills. Um, I'm, I'm forgetting uh, what the freak it was called. But, um, but the, what trying question, to is things, it not the, every issue with every Souls game? How when you want to run to the boss, uh, massive uh, enemies surrounding you and yeah. dealing damage? It's true. Yeah, that's true. You're right. It's not on. <laughs> I was about to ask I, I that, actually. Sure. I was about to ask, considering Neo 1 was very... Obviously, it came out and during the real hype and high of the Dark Souls games, and obviously there was the comparison between the two because it does share a couple of uh, similarities between that it could be considered a Souls-like game. Uh, does Neo 2 do anything to help distance itself from being a Souls-like game and further, further itself more towards its own identity, or is it still in that uh, that box? I think it's still in the vein of a Soulsborne game. I, like, and here's the thing: I haven't spent a lot of time in Bloodborne, so I, I like to me what I what I've gleaned from Bloodborne is being confident in your offense yep. is what uh, makes you successful in Bloodborne. That's not necessarily the case. I feel like for Neo, obviously, if you played Neo One, you know that. I, I think um, uh, Team Ninja has stuck with that ideal. Um, one other thing is I think the multiplayer is much more accessible in Neo, but I think that was, um, I don't know. I just feel like from software games are always a little bit more uh, unique, uh, eclectic in there. I'm already seeing, options. I'm already seeing the fact that the dude ain't died and he's been hit twice by two, three times by this enemy and he ain't fucking dead. So that's already a positive. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's not very souls like cause you'd have been dead. <laughs> Does uh, Neo not have a better story understanding sense of? So okay, that's uh, Bloodborne story is pretty good, man. You got to yeah, you got to be bait. careful with 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 so, Bloodborne and sorry, can I field this one real quick, Kofi? Just as far as yeah, Bloodborne and the blood aside from Sekiro, where they went very very upfront with the story, mm-hmm. um, Bloodborne and Bloodborne and Dark Souls games are more um, environmental stories. Like you pick up the story as you. Uh, traverse through the world and explore and find new items. It's, it, it uses the environment and items for lore, world building to give lore, you lore yeah, not, lore not not just lore, yeah, lore as well as building the story itself. So you you you, you see the description of this item. It fills in a puzzle piece for you on how something ended up a certain way and stuff like that. It isn't in your face saying um, with cutscenes saying. Oh, you need to defeat this boss for XXX reasons, and then, oh, there's an ultimate betrayal. Oh, this mm-hmm. guy betrayed you, and here's this reason why XXX, and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. It isn't that kind of storytelling. And not like Sekiro, where it was very much... It, it very much mm-hmm. gave you the story up front and yeah, gave you, you know. it in cutscenes and in voice acting and stuff. 
right, man. That's uh, so. Uh, uh, shit, Kofi. Any any other takes? Um, I already got like the very much collector's edition for this pre-order. I'm just so excited. And when is this release for those people? Thirteenth. Thirteenth of man. March. There you go, man. For those who haven't played and are ready for it, it comes out 13th of March, and then I'm, I'm sure when Kofi and others get into it, we'll talk more about it. But anyway, that is coming out this month. For those who don't know, uh, let's go. Let's go on to uh, like I guess someone else's uh, take because we have a lot of games actually coming out this month. Uh, let me go to uh, I'm gonna go to Hades real quick. Cause I know you know you're gonna be gone for a minute. Hades, man. Uh, what what games do you do you want to uh, have impressions on, or what you, games you're looking out or looking forward to playing? Well, uh, the for game March, I'm playing for March. Right Nothing now. outside of March. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the uh, the uh, uh, games I'm playing right now on my PlayStation Four. I'm actually playing. I'm actually playing Catherine. I actually okay. decided okay. to get uh to get the uh uh Catherine uh Catherine like remaster full game. Full body edition. Full body edition. Yeah. Full body edition and uh. I'm still waiting on my waiting to get my hands on Persona 5 Royal. Of That's course, the end of the month, right? That's towards the end. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. last day of the month. I I was going to get a the steel box like hard copy, but I decided not to. I'm actually gonna cancel my pre-order and I'm just gonna buy the ultimate edition digitally. I kind of decided that I won't trade it in, so I don't need to get the get the hard copy of it and okay. uh on on xbox i'm i'm actually currently playing yakuza zero and i'm i'm having a blast playing it a lot uh, a lot of people are i'm, I'm, I'm glad yeah, to see I'll, xbox guys enjoy it. even even a uh, fun up. fact about that is i was actually playing it <laughs> i was actually playing it on playstation uh four uh, and then when EXO happened, I kind of just stopped playing it on PlayStation because I I was too excited to play it on Xbox. Mm -hmm. So even though I was on Chapter Six on PlayStation, I I still ha am having fun playing through it again, and I'm actually back almost back where I was. So it it's it's just one of those great games that draws you in and you can easily easily play it. Like I got a lot of my friends playing it because they have never played a yakuza game before That's what's and up, uh as far as games i'm excited for on xbox it's mainly mainly ori and bleeding edge like ori for me bleeding edge for my brother and my cousins they won't stop talking about the game after i got on to play the beta so uh those are two games i'm excited for uh and uh other than that on switch i'm just playing you know, playing uh, Luigi's Mansion. Nice. Okay, that's what's up, man. Let me go to, let me go to actually Nubs here, man. Uh, any impressions? Any review, little mini previews that you have for games coming out in March? Um, I was gonna talk about Ori, but I'm gonna save that for you because that's that's you know, that's your baby. No, nah, you can um, talk about. It. I'll, I'll go in more depth and do a video on it. Yeah, because I, I mean, I'm I'm super hyped for that because that's 10 p.m. Um, but is that tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Yes, sir. Already, I'm gonna yeah. download on both my PC and Xbox. But go ahead. <laughs> it's already preloaded for me. Right. Um, but I really wanted to recommend um, Dragon Ball Z Fighters, the, the season three pass. Like oh. everything that they've put in on this damn update, it feels it feels enough that it, it could have been a sequel. As far as like giving everybody like tag moves and 
just expanding the uh, expanding the combat and the options you have at your disposal. Like it's 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 even more accessible than it was when it first came out. If albeit a little bit more complicated with the new additions, um, but it, it it feels like you know a different game just because before everybody had one specific canned mm-hmm. you know uh, assist. Now you can choose between you know three of them, which all have completely different effects than you know you playing for a set update. Um, I also want to recommend Two Point Hospital if you're into sim games, like the uh, roller coaster tycoon. Okay, yeah, or, that's, yeah. Actually, I saw people playing that. I love, I love Sims. And there's that. And yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a railroad, there's a railroad sim. There's a railroad too. sim. So, so Two Point, go ahead. Uh, uh, sell it's, me it's, this game it's, real quick. It's hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. The writing on it is absolutely hilarious. Um, that that is like one of the high points for me is just just the funny way they try to convey information, like the jokes about the different diseases and shit. Um, it is it can get a little daunting. Like if you're not playing on PC, it's a little hard to keep track of what you're doing there. On really? yeah, you on consoles, on okay. I recommend playing it on PC, but it is playable on console. Like the, the controller format they have for it actually does work. It's okay. more so if you have like a big ass hospital. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard to see where you're failing at in the hospital because it's so big on console. It's a little bit easier to manage on PC. Like that, that's like my only my only gripe with. Like, you know, uh, quick question for uh Butternubs. What's up? Uh, I I've also been playing a little bit of Z Fighters. Uh, uh, do you feel like uh feel like with season three it should probably uh, Z Fighters should get looked at again for a review? I would just because of the changes in, like I said, even the assist system, and then the fact that there's now another system that can save your ass that's not Spark, or not just Spark. Um, like if you're down to one character, you have the option to Spark, plus you still get a damage buff and stuff on that last character just because that's your last character. So that that kind of puts you in situations where you can have like comeback scenarios that weren't possible before, um, prior to that addition. So. On a gameplay basis, it absolutely does change the game. Like it, it feels more like Marvel versus Capcom two than, <laughs> than you know how it started out. So, it started out kind of feeling like a Infinite, and now it's it's getting more into the vein of some of my favorite like MVC games. So, right, that's what's up, man. That's some good, some good games you recommend on that list, especially that uh, Two Point Hospital. I got to get into that, but again, but Ori's coming out fucking like basically. Yeah, I know. Right? I mean, it's it's a, it's a great little time waster though. Like. Yeah. It, Want to fuck around and have a good, you know, like, oh yeah, we manage the hospital. Like, you, you can do some pretty funny shit. That's that's what's up, man. All right, that's, that, yeah, that's that's a that's a that, you talk talk about a lot of games there, um, especially you know already coming out this week. Um, the Two Point Hospital is already out on Game Pass, I believe, and the, yeah. the simulator game that I was that I see people talking about the train simulator. I also want to get into that as well. Yeah, I also, downloaded. I haven't I touched it's it also, yet. But... It's already out as yeah. well. So for those who have Game Pass or for those who are just interested in those simulators, definitely check it out. All right, man. Let's let's go to uh, Pharaoh, man. Any, any anything that you're looking forward to or playing, uh, you know, ahead for March? Uh, just Ori. I'm I'm gonna try to beat Fighters uh, Kakarot. I'm gonna try to beat that this week, and uh, and then I'll probably switch back over to PlayStation and try to beat Shenmue next week. Okay, that's what's up. I'm, I'm gonna need to get your review, man. You're the only one who played it. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to go hard and beat it next week. I got two weeks before my classes really kick back up. So. For, okay, facts, I'll, facts, I'll, facts. I'll see how much I can get done on both. 
I'm pretty. I'm kind of at the midway point of of Kakarot, so you know, once you beat the androids and sell, it's not that much. You almost there. All right, yeah. that's what's up. Then I'm nearly fu- then I'm nearly fucking done then because I'm literally at the cell I'm literally at the door of the cell games. Okay, I think, yeah, yeah, because Boo Saga is is extremely short. Like you go to a tournament, and pretty much everything kicks off. Fair enough. Fair enough. There's gonna be a bunch of side quests. That's the only thing that that you'll probably have is a ton of side quests at that point. Oh yeah, we do got the time machine coming for that too. For people that do play it, so you'll be able to go back and replay old scenarios and shit, and get like some questions and shit. So that should be happening at some point soon. All right. Hopefully, that's what's up. All right, so let me let me go. Uh, we we got we still got like twelve minutes. So real quick, man, for the rep for those guys who haven't haven't said anything yet, I had I had let Kofi go because we missed it last week. So let's go to actually Mr. Nintendo himself, Reg, man. Anything that you. Looking forward to this week. I know Animal Crossing is until next week, and then we'll let you talk about that next week. But uh, what's your take, man? What, what you got for me? Um, actually, really not a lot for me, particularly from a Nintendo perspective. Um, well, obviously, Animal Crossing is huge. I'm waiting for that. Um, if you're into kind of sim, pretty much slice slice of life, uh, types of games. Animal Crossing will be right up your alley. And it's, the benefit I like to say about Animal Crossing is that it invites you to put it down. Mm. It does not require you to like be a part. Because, you know, a lot of these games and services now, it's like if you miss out on something, you're missing out. Like, you got to engage constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Destiny 2 is about to drop something on the 10th. That's tomorrow. Um, and I'm like, should I pick up this pass? Because it looks hot, or should I wait? Because the FOMO can sometimes be real. And it's like, Animal Crossing is like, no, just, just take a break, buddy. Like, we'll still be here when you come back. Like, we're all your friends here. We're still going to be here when you come back. And that's very comfortable. Interesting. Um, the only other thing is uh, I played the demo to uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Um, which is horrible reviews, dude. <laughs> it's it, it it's always been a rather niche title to begin with. Um, so what it did, it didn't really upgrade the formula from the original game so much. It just looks a lot better. Um, but it is a very like if you have children, this is a good way to introduce them into like dungeon crawlers because they're all nice. randomized dungeons. Um, and you just kind of play as a Pokemon, which you either choose or which you choose for you based on a set of questions. Um, that and that you answer in the first as the game starts, and then it'll say, "Oh, based off these questions, you are a bul- I was a Bulbasaur, for example." Um, and then you choose a partner, and you and your partner essentially open up a. It's not a detective agency, but like a help wanted agency. You're like my 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 child Butterfree is stuck in a cave. Can you go help him? Yes, yes, mm. I can. I see. Okay. And, yeah, um, and it's cute. It's fun. Like I said, it's gorgeous. Great looking game. But yeah, I, I can't necessarily for those who really like for people who come off Diablo and stuff like that. I can't in good faith recommend that to them. Fair enough. Fair enough. It, that's not what this game is, and that's not what that game will ever be. So I'm not surprised by the reviews. I think it was nice for those people who are really into. Uh, Mystery Dungeon to get a remake, um, but I was never expecting much fanfare from it. Um, 
The only thing I'm really looking forward to, and to be honest, not even March, I won't even like, I'll just briefly discuss it, discuss it but um, the makers of Rock Band have a new game coming out. Oh, really? Um, really? Called, called hey, Fuser. Man, I, I, I and, like Rock Band, man. I've actually missed those type of games. Before the era where we got so much of it, now it's like, damn, I wish somebody would make one. It was fun. It was fun, man. I did it in my dorms. It was, yeah. was, was a blast. I yeah, especially if you've been drinking. Yeah, facts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of rhythm games in almost any form or fashion. I have owned them all, plus peripherals from Rock Band to Guitar Hero to DJ Hero. Mm-hmm. I used to own a VR pad in my house. Um, in fact, I still need to buy the drum machine. I can't remember the name of it for uh, the Rock Switch. Band. Oh, no, there's, there's a Japanese drum game for Switch uh, that used to, it's an arcade game, but they ported it over to Switch. I cannot likely remember the name of it. Um, but Fuser looks to be something new and different. About a week ago, the trailer dropped for it, and there's been some gameplay stuff. Um, I, I won't speak on much of it yet because it's, it's still not re- set to release till later this year. Um, but I'd say keep an eye out for it if you're a fan of rhythm games. Um, it looks a lot simpler, and there's no peripheral, so you don't have to buy an extra seventy or eighty dollar controller. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, man. I, I, yeah, I know. I know you're gonna talk. Yeah, go ahead. I, I was gonna say you're gonna, no, gonna uh, talk more no, about the the game next week and stuff when it comes out. Uh, people are excited yeah. about Animal Crossing. Uh, for some reason, mm-hmm. I'm com- I'm cautiously optimistic. I don't know exactly what this game is. I know there's a lot. Just of wait for my it. stream. Just yeah, wait for my stream of it. Yeah, because I've been I've been strong armed into getting it because apparently my 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 viewers think I need to fucking relax because they think I'm overworking myself and apparently Zen, Animal Crossing man. will do that. It's in, it's in. Dion Money Sparring. I said, are we going to know the fact that he said Animal Crossing is huge? Uh, it's huge in the Nintendo community. Don't sleep on fucking Animal Crossing, man. Because <laughs> you might not like it doesn't mean it's not mean other people won't like it, bro. That's yeah, the thing. we like, talk. Y'all yeah, gamers gotta talk. get out that mindset, man. But anyway, yeah, two two things. One, it is true. The I I what I've heard is true. Is huge. Those yeah. those 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 fucking villages in Animal Crossing. They've either got eyes like they've got murderous intent, or eyes like they've seen some shit. <laughs> but no, like Nintendo, the Nintendo community is retarded. Well, I'm sure they think the same about you, Spartan. Oh jeez. And probably got a high percentage of being correct. <clears throat> hey man, listen, you you could coexist with different type of games, man. I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. Why do you think I'm buying Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing on the same I, fucking I, day? Exactly. Yeah, yo, if it's, it's not for game. you, it's just not for you, though. Exactly, don't don't play it. The whole point is to play a game, yo. You shitting on somebody for playing a game is, you know, it's counterproductive to the whole point. That's weird, man. That's that's like back in the day, like, you know what I mean? Like when you were in school, like, oh, you play video games? Like, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so? Uh, so anyway, listen. If it ain't for you, it ain't for you. That's cool. But, like, again... Funny, to under- it, so. funny thing is, you don't need to understand something to to enjoy it. I mean, for fuck's sake, do you think I understood the story initially of Bloodborne? Fuck no. No, I, I didn't had, understand had a YouTube, it again, but I still fucking liked it. Yeah, I, I had a YouTube that stuff. But all right, man, we got, yeah. we ain't got much time. Uh, I'm gonna give this. I don't know. Omar looking sad. Dante, I'm gonna wait for you next week because I'm because I got Doom coming up for you. Da- Omar, okay. man, I want you to finish this. You looking? <laughs> Omar, man. What, what game are you looking forward to? And then we can close this out. Okay, so I'm actually looking for for Ori. Really? That's I was not expecting that. <laughs> Why not? I don't, I 
Because you're a I pony. Told, it's like, no, let me stop. I told you I finished the third game, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, you did, you did. Yeah, so I did enjoy it. Uh, I always were confused between it and the name, the game Fair. Uh, mm. The one we talk about, yeah. I'm looking forward to that, and also I'm I'm kind of busy with four, five, six fucking hack games. Like I don't know if I am even going to complete it. I will see. I just one question to um, Kofi: Why they didn't release this fucking shit on PlayStation Four? Uh, from PlayStation 2. Like, uh, so I can buy it on my PlayStation 4. Not in a remake, but just as a game. You understand me? You mean like PlayStation 2 classics? Yeah, something like that. Okay, I'm, sorry, I'm confused on what game you're talking about. Oh, <laughs> the game, the, it's a franchise called Hack. Oh, called Hack? Yeah, yeah it's called ha Hack Dot. The third game. Uh, I'm familiar with oh, Hack Dot. Dot Hack. Dot Hack. Dot Hack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, because they're very fucking stingy on what they put up as PlayStation 2 classics, and honestly, I will be straight up. I I think that is a massive fucking ball that was dropped by Sony. That was, and I'm still baffled they fucked up doing that. I mean. Releasing PlayStation 2, the, the PlayStation 2 classic thing is great. Oh, wait, no, now I understand why. Because they want to push PlayStation now. Fuck mm. them for that. That's what it is. But I don't think it's on now. It doesn't matter if it's on there now, but what I'm okay. saying is, is PlayStation yeah, 2 classic is a great idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, last recode announcement trailer. I don't know, that's weird. But anyway, for, okay, we, we got to close this out because I ain't trying to get, you know, karate chop. Girl, i be mad as hell if I go, if I go over a fucking minute. So anyway, listen. For those who are gamers out there, there's a lot of games in March, and there's more to be coming out as well. We're gonna we're gonna try to reach and talk about at least at least at least all of them, all the big ones, because it's time for us. We've been waiting. We had a little bit of a a, a dry spell in, in in January, going into in February April. now. Yeah, in April. Well, yeah, but but from here on out, there's gonna be games after games after like big oh, games. Yeah. Ori comes out like April. tomorrow afternoon. Then we got uh, Neo Two coming out. We got for those who like MLB, that's also coming out. I think this weekend as well. Uh, we got. State of the K2 Judgment Edition coming out, which is giving revamped a uh, new map, revamped graphics. Uh, what else we got? We got Bleeding Edge Beta this weekend as well, and that's towards yeah, the I end. Yeah, a beta for Predator Hunting Grounds in the end of this Yeah, month. Predator Hunting. Like, there's so many games, man. We'll try to cover as much as we can, and we'll talk yeah. about each ones because uh, we all have different consoles, different preferences. We'll all talk about them. Reggie's going to be talking about Animal Crossing like crazy. We got Mr. Doom Guy up there in the top right, Dante. Uh, so, anyway, it's a good time to be a gamer, and obviously... If you're new here, subscribe. If you like the content, make sure you hit that like button. Leave comments in the comment section below and share this out to everybody. This is FC Violent. We are VGP, and we are out of here, man. Remember, keep it gaming. Peace. Later.